Radio. Welcome to Texas Whiskey Crew, the podcast edition. I'm Steve. I'm Dave. Hey, and uh, tonight we're going to be talking about bourbon for a few minutes and a bunch of other bullshit that probably doesn't matter. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I figured we'd we'd start things off uh, like we normally do. Uh, I don't think we have any specific news in the bourbon world to talk about, uh, other than I did hear, and I think I talked about this last time that uh, the lawsuit didn't go too well with Bullet and Redemption. We did talk extensively about that okay. last time, and and we we did realize that those bottles are kind of close together after someone sent us a picture. Yeah, it was it was actually pretty spectacular how similar they were, and we had sat here and talked about they weren't. Um, and I could picture both bottles, but when you had them right next to each other, and uh, I think was it Kevin that sent us a picture? Yeah, I think uh, so. Definitely could tell that 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 there's some similarities. So. Well, in other bourbon lawsuit news, uh, there's a dog toy company that Jack Daniels and several others are going after right now for making a squeaky toy for dogs that uh, resembles. A Jack Daniels bottle. I think it says old number two or something on it. Really? Uh, yeah, and uh, they, they took a shot at this a while back, and it looks like it might even go to the Supreme Court now. Interesting. Yeah, sucks for that dog toy company because, you know, they're not the wealthiest people in the world usually. Yeah, not usually, and probably just trying to make something fun that, you know, might resemble something that people have around the house or yeah. anything. I mean. Kind of like a second grader going against a linebacker, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not going to work. A little odd as to what your motivation is. It's not like the squeaky toy's full of bourbon or anything that it's going to compete with. Oh, hell. With. It'd be kind of cool. I'd be good at the squeaky toy but, full of bourbon. You know. Um, They'd be bad for your pets, though. We like animals here. Please don't turn us in. Yeah, but I mean. Don't give your dog bourbon. That would be like somebody, you know, you bought one of my dogs many, many years ago, a postman. That's because my mother was a postal toy. worker. But, I mean, like we're not training our dogs to go attack postmen. But they kind of do sometimes. Well, they might. Mine didn't, but, you know. Your dog was kind of mean. Yeah, she wasn't the nicest dog in the world, but she she got grumpy in her old age. Um, yeah, I don't know. Interesting lawsuit. Interesting what people are occupying their time with when there's more important things in the world. Um, to go after a squeaky dog toy seems ludicrous, but, um, you know, I don't make the decisions for Jack Daniels. <clears throat> I suppose I'd get mad if... Uh someone made a texas whiskey crew dog toy i don't think it's gonna happen though yeah but would it matter it would probably matter if it said like texas whiskey brew if i saw somebody's <laughs> dog chewing my brand up i'd be upset all right i guess i mean from that standpoint but at least you saw something that looked like your brand in a dog's mouth that's true that's kind of cool but whatever i don't know it seems seems like a waste of energy on my part but um hey before we get too far Last week was Thanksgiving, so happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hope you had a good time with your friends and family. In that uh, in that whole turkey coma mode still, I think I'm going to have to exercise cool. and do cardio for the next yeah. six, seven months. Go run that. 10 miles, not drink as much bourbon. No, um, that's that's not an option, Dave. It's not as much bourbon is what I said, so not, you still have to drink <clears throat> bourbon. What, what classifies as much bourbon? So... Don't drink the whole bottle. What are you saying? Definitely don't drink the whole bottle in a in a sitting, especially if you're by yourself. But yeah, that's know. a problem. I think. I mean, you and I have done it, and it's a problem. Not by ourselves, though. No, but even together, just drinking a whole bottle usually uh, doesn't end well. It was so. low proof. Yeah. And it may or may not have been Willet, which <laughs> pot still we don't <laughs> we don't we don't freely admit that. Um, we did pair it with very nice steaks that night. So we did. It was it was worth yeah. it. Yeah. 
Um, don't drink the whole bottle. It's a no. bad day. Pretty much. Um, so you might be wondering, we uh, we lost Nick to work, whatever he's out gallivanting doing. It took precedence over the Texas Whiskey Crew, and we're, yeah. not, we're not sure why. I think Shame. both of us are kind of hurt. But. Definitely hurt. Shame on you, Nick. Yeah. You know, but I guess you got to do what you got to do. So we'll forgive it this time, and uh, and we'll be expecting some extra commentary on the next podcast. Yeah. You know, adds a adds an extra two cents in there is always a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. But tonight you got to deal with us. So Dave brought up Thanksgiving. Let's talk about uh, let's talk turkey. Um, All right. We we had a smoked bird from uh, one of the the local smokehouses here, and you know honestly, at uh, 400, 400 in the stove for about uh, four and a half hours, it turned out freaking amazing. But it was pre smoked. What about you, Dave? Um, we had two birds. Um, one was deep fried. Did you only have one stone? Two. Oh. Oh, yep. Yep. <laughs> you just messed me up. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. So we had two birds. <laughs> one, uh, one was smoked and, uh, it was actually, uh, uh, smoked by my brother-in-law, I believe. And then the other one was deep fried. Um, and both were fantastic. We had a ham. I mean, we had all the traditional, typical thanksgiving stuff so the uh that's interesting when you told me about the smoked bird that you had um steve had to mute his mic because he had a cough i didn't i didn't want to subject you all to that blow out your eardrums while you're driving in the car yeah i may Um, or may not have drank bourbon through my nostril (laughs) we call that aspirating bourbon, right? (laughs) Um, i call it a new way but no i like that you know pick up a pre-smoked bird um that was done at a, at a local meat shop and then just throw it, you know, throw it on the smoker or throw it in the oven, whatever, for a couple, three, four hours. And, um, yeah, it sounded cool. like it turned out, it looked good. I saw pictures. Um, uh, if you follow us on Instagram, you probably saw pictures of it too, but it looked like a, a damn fine bird. Yeah. We'll give, Hey, we might as well give grand zines credit for that. And, sure. uh, if you're local here, uh, that bird came from grand zines meat market, uh, here locally in new Braunfels. Um, if you're in town or if you live here, you should know about them because they have awesome barbecue, awesome breakfast tacos, and the meat market is fantastic. So there's our there's our local plug. Wait, then, well, well, should we do one more local plug? This is not going to come out on today, which we're filming, um, which is Giving Tuesday, but um, we should mention that uh, Skips is doing a fundraiser for children's toys um, here locally, uh, San Antonio, New Braunfels. So um, if you're in the local area... Um, I think this particular drive drop-off is going to be the location there on the 337 loop in New Braunfels next to the Harley dealership. This particular one. Now they are accepting donations, I believe at all um, locations, at all locations. Um, They are doing a a raffle and I believe that those raffle tickets can only be earned if you go to the, to the uh, location here on 337 in New Braunfels. So, but definitely want to give them a shout out. You know, we want to, we want to put a mountain of toys out there for, for kids in needs and, um, you know, bicycles, toys, uh, whatever you can do. Uh, we want to support yeah. that. And uh, per those donations, you know, not not that you shouldn't just give to give, but there's a little bonus attached to that. Every $10 toy donation is going to get you a single raffle ticket into a raffle for some allocations out there. Uh, if you do bring a bike in, uh, that's good for 10 tickets. So not only are you making a kid's Christmas really awesome, but – you get 10 chances to win some uh, pretty sought-after bottles that they're popping out. Yeah, and I'm going to give, you know, I'm I'm pretty happy that they're doing that this year. 
Um, a lot of times when we've all done raffles, we've all participated in raffles where you had to buy something at the liquor store in order to get an entry, which is a great way to do it. But um, I just feel that this is kind of something different and, and give them a shout out for that. Uh, well, I think really, these raffles are still chances to buy the allocations. I don't think they get. I don't think they're giving them to you. No, they still have to buy the the bottle, but they don't have to buy something at the liquor store in order to get into the raffle. All they have to do is donate a toy to a kid in need, um, and then if they get a chance to buy their bottle, then then that's awesome. But um, you know, Skips is not trying to force people, not force people, but encourage people to buy bottles in order to get into the raffle. Is kind of what I was saying. That's true. And on that on that note, we got one more Giving Tuesday shout out to do for another quick one. Uh, that's uh, the guys over at New Braunfels Bourbon are doing a bottle raffle uh, for I think they're giving it to Blue Santa and maybe Salvation Army. Some other they've yeah. got some really good charities lined up. But man, these guys have a batch of bottles put together. Uh, only caveat to this raffle is you need to be local here in New Braunfels for for pickup nothing's being shipped nothing's going out that way but last time i checked i believe they had 50 some bottles on there and there's some really good ones yeah there's some excellent bottles uh, on you know ten dollar donation get you get you a shot in there and those uh, those bottles will be yours if you win that raffle you don't even have to buy them they're just yep. going straight to you so uh if you need more information on that i posted a link on the uh, texas whiskey crew private group page um otherwise shoot us a shoot us a message we're happy to Point in the right direction if you if you're here local or even within a couple hundred miles. It's not a bad drive. Absolutely. So what else? Um, what did we do today? We've do we did film a video today. Um, we're trying a new series where we're going to do some short videos uh, and try and put a little bit more video content up um, a couple of times a week. Hopefully, if not once a week, but I think with the shorter videos we could do it a little more. Um, trying to, to test out bottles to see if, if I guess if you would like it or not like it or hell yes or hell no. However, we're going to, we're going to go with this program, but, uh, you know, we, we did one today, didn't we? Yeah. And I don't know what, if we can really distinguish what people really like. Cause I think some people really have bad taste. I think uh, some people have bad taste. Yeah. I've met some folks out there that, uh, that think, you know, things like, uh, Maybe I shouldn't name names, but there's a particular peanut butter flavored one that I think is pretty damn terrible <laughs> that uh, I've heard some people say are good. And uh, there's another uh, <clears throat> very popular white label bottle that Dave and I jumped into, and it's not Evan Williams, um, that we didn't think was very good, that we did back in the day maybe. But they've, uh, they've, they've since produced some really good stuff, so I'm not going to mention their name. But anyway, bad taste. Lots of people have it. Maybe they uh, maybe they smoke too much and they like Malort. If if you do, stop listening to us because I'm not sure what's wrong with you. Well, <laughs> but and we're gonna have to. I mean, you know, on today's video, we both agreed that that it was uh, a keeper, something worth buying. Um, you know, but we're we're not sponsored by anybody, and and there's gonna be things that you're gonna like and that I'm not gonna like, and um, you know, if we if we do happen to say something about a particular bottle or a particular batch or, or something like that, you know, it's, it's all in just being honest. Cause there's a couple of that you and I've tasted that you love and that I won't touch. And, um, that's just going to happen. I think that's the best part about us. We don't, uh, we're not, we're not shy about stuff. We're going to tell you if it's not good. I mean, honestly, uh, um, you know, m my trade's real estate. So I sell houses for a living. So if I ever tell somebody that property's unique, 
<laughs> that's my way of saying, hey, this is really not great, you know, but I can't necessarily say that something sucks because it's everybody has different tastes, right? Yeah. So maybe I'll use that on bottles too. If I say this bottle's very unique, don't say, man, I should go buy that because it's unique and different than everything else. No, it probably sucks. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so... Honestly, I'm trying to think. Has there been anything recently that we've poured and I've just not been dumped able to drink? I dumped one the other day. What the hell was it? Um, wow, can't even remember what it was. Yeah, yeah. that's the think... thing. Bad stuff doesn't really stick in my head too too much like that. No, but there's been a few, and there was a couple recently. We we both had different ones that we dumped and, and chose not to to continue but down that path you don't like um rare perfection and that's no. like one of my favorites ever i don't and i i mean i just can't that's an example of bad taste buds right there is what that is yeah yours or mine i'm not no, sure no 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 mine are good i got a whole slew of people that like that i i got a whole slew of people that didn't like it all in the same night um that's one of those different ones and i've tried a couple of them and i just can't can't quite get behind it so have we ever had a bad bottle from Copper Sky? No. Haven't I don't think bad, so. Haven't I've had, had some that Sky. I question the proof on. They're a little too too weak to uh, water down for me, but... Yeah. Other than that... <clears throat> oh, wait. Speaking of Copper Sky, here's a little, uh, little uh, bit of information for you. We've got our second pick... We do. ...rolling out here in just about, uh, oh, probably three or four days... So keep your eyes open for that one. Uh, that's a 95.5 rye finished in a stag barrel. And uh, I, I got nothing but good things to say about it. No, it's it's good. I mean, uh, you know the stag barrel is going to get people's attention. And um, definitely, if you don't follow us on social media, please do. Uh, this one's going to be a limited release. I believe there's less than 100 bottles Actually, out there Actually, I think that. we're down and we, we may be in the 60s at this point. Okay. Um, so it's going to be a limited release. Um, I expect it to to go pretty quick. Um, so when we do announce that out there, you know, get in. Make we'll sure probably have in. to put a limit of two on there per person, but yep. um, we'll we'll get those out there. And this uh, one's got a charity attached to it too, so it's going to going to a good cause. But we'll give you the specifics as we go forward. Yeah, and I hope that maybe by Monday, I think we ought to be able to to let people know. Definitely, we're going to have. Uh, not a special guest, but one of our behind-the-scenes people that doesn't ever get onto the podcast, and, and he'll be in town. And uh, Behind the scenes, he's the third part of Texas Whiskey Crew. Well, he is, and, and, but he's always he, he is a, he is a, found, he is a founding and, owner. He, well, he definitely he's a partner, but he's always not in the videos and not on the on the, the podcast, so we'll, it'll be fun to have him in on the podcast. He's kind of like a mountain lion. They're out there, but you just never see them. You just never know them, and then when you do see them, it's too late. That's true. I don't think it's too late. We'll, we'll see him. All right. We're going to be happy to see you, Kevin. So. Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're going to go the hell right back where we started about, I don't know, four or five minutes ago before I squirreled off to this one. Uh, we are talking about uh, does it suck or does it not suck or hell yeah or hell no. Uh, tonight we shot on uh, Penelope Toasted, uh, which is a bottle I picked up. Got a, got a recommendation from somebody uh, very familiar with Penelope that's – their bottles are pretty consistent. They turn out good juice. They are sourced MGP, but uh, all their bottles are, are fantastic. Um, this particular toasted was uh, surprised me a little bit. I, I expected to like it, but actually I like it a little more than I thought. Um, it's a number two char, uh, light toast, 
Comes in at 114 proof. Mm -hmm. Four and a half, five-year age statement on that bottle. It is a four-grain mash bill. Um, man, solid drinker. Huge, it, huge flavors. I mean, Dave hit the tasting notes on the head on that one. It really was fantastic. I mean, I uh, I haven't had a lot of Penelope. Um, I one of their sherry finishes, I think. Um, I don't even remember a couple other. I, I mean, I know the brand, but not something that I was familiar having a, a lot of different pours and, and a lot of different tastes of. And and I definitely was blown away. Um, you know, glad glad to have that bottle. And uh, you know, Steve brought that for my birthday, so it was Happy good, birthday, good day to good day to open that up and um, and give it a taste. But it really it was surprisingly good. Um, it doesn't hit like 114 proof. You know, it really, to me, it, it wasn't quite as hot as I expected it to be. Um, a little bit on the finish, like we talked about, there a little bit of heat there um, left over. But, um, you know, really, really nice drink. Um, I kind of like their backstory, too. I mean, uh, Mike and Dan co-founded this operation. Um And it was uh, the name, uh, the namesake, from what I understand, came from Mike and his wife, Carrie's daughter, uh, whose name is Penelope. Yeah. So kind of a cool backstory behind the the branding on their bottle there. And they're from uh, Roselle Park, New Jersey. Good pronunciation. Thank you. I had to look that up. You know what? I sometimes I think I know how to pronounce stuff, but I butchered the hell out of it. That's why I didn't say Mike and Dan's last name because I was worried (laughs) I was going to screw it up and I don't have time to look it up to see what the pronunciation is. So, but, you know, I think it says something. If you take enough time to look up how something should be pronounced, unless, of course, you're in Texas, because they can't pronounce anything correct in our cities here. They all are something different than they are spelled. Yeah, and that's that's probably fighting words for a lot of people that live in Texas. And my wife being from New York, she thinks she says everything wrong. Um, she doesn't, but she thinks that, you know, and I won't get into the Houston versus Houston um, since I was born in Houston, but um, – yeah, it's you know us down here in South Texas. We uh, we say some funny things. Yeah, we'll we give spell an things some some funny ways. So. Why, why don't you spell uh, man check for me, Dave? I am not going to spell man check for you, um, but it will resemble something like manchaka um, mm-hmm. when you see it. But um, God knows you better not say manchaka if you're around here to anybody. Or, nope. Um, or you're not going to Buddha. Um, no, no. You don't no live Buddha. in Bexar County. Yeah. No, back to that's right. And it, there's no S in New Braunfels. It's not New Braunfels. <laughs> Don't say that. There's only one S in New Braunfels. Yeah, there, yeah, well, there is one S, but no, no New Braunfels. That's new, not good. New Braunfels. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we're not outside of Grooney. No, um, or any of those things. But um, there is a, uh, I think, a Texas A&M student did his. Uh, oh, what the hell? What the, what's the final paper there in college? They do there. He did a pronunciation table for all of the texas cities how to pronounce okay. them correctly like not a dissertation um it's obviously like a dissertation. thesis thesis yeah, thesis that's yeah. exactly what it is. you can tell steve and i both went to grad school and did our theses yeah yeah on nothing what the plural <clears throat> thesis is i was too busy drinking during that time possibly no but that uh, he did he did a good job on it too because when i when i first moved into texas uh, five and a half some years ago i had to look up what a lot of this was because you can't pronounce stuff wrong that's not a not a good way to be especially in real estate like if you're going you know you don't want to pronounce a city wrong if you're showing no, somebody that no. screws things up pretty bad but it does uh, oh we're back on penelope what the hell were we saying oh this toast this so this is batch 39 um 
toasted series. A hell of a segue. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Back into what we're talking about. Yeah, I forgot we needed to finish talking about it before we went on to something else. All right. It's freaking good, right? It is. It's excellent. Um, what did we say? Batch thirty-eight or thirty-nine? Thirty-nine. Um. No, I mean, there's not too much left to go. I mean, you might know a little bit more if you want to talk any more about the line of products that they have, but. Um, you know, they, they have several different ones. Uh, I know they have a regular Fort Green line up there, and they have one that's in a – they have a couple different finish. They have one that was in a rosé. That was it, rosé. It was a barrel. sherry. It was rosé, yeah. Oh, no, they have a – I think they have a sherry one, too. a sherry cask finish or something? Yeah, they have a couple unique ones. Uh, I had an opportunity to meet with Dan there in the 2021 Kentucky Bourbon Festival. Uh, I got to talk to him a little bit. So, so shout out to you for – for killing it on the tasting booth there because we all were given drink tickets uh, for tastings and they were five bucks. Um, you know, they, they weren't super cheap and you didn't get a whole lot. So you had to choose kind of what you gave your ticket for. And Penelope was one of the few that he said, I'm going to let you taste every one and you just keep your drink coupons because they're too expensive. So, and that said a lot to me that made me, a, that certainly made me a fan uh, and you know, Dan, I really enjoyed the the knowledge you imparted about uh, about the craft. You you have a a hell of an understanding of the science behind bourbon and and kind of what makes things great. And I think it's a reflection, uh, even though this is a an MBT an MPD NPD product, a non produced <laughs> distiller. Shake, uh, shake it out. It's still, yeah, it's still awesome, man. It's a uh, it's good juice. If, you know, if you see it in the store, it's hard to go wrong. Yeah, and that was our our final thought on, especially this toasted barrel. Was if you see it, um, I would buy it. Um, I don't know price point. Um, buy it for falls. your friends, hell. Yeah, you know, do it for somebody or buy it. Look, if you're looking for a gift, I know it's not going to be a, a thirty or forty dollar bottle, so I would imagine it's it's near the hundred dollar mark. Um, but definitely, I think it sits around. Uh, I want to say it's around seventy five bucks. Okay. So, you know, it's it's on the upper end of, of what some people would consider their bourbon budget. Um, if it fits into your budget or you're looking for something to, to spend on, um, I would say it's it's well worth well worth the spend. Um, well, it was tough because I almost bought you Old Crow for your birthday, but, you know, I, I saw that. And it was, you know, it was a much bigger bottle too. Um, and plastic. I wouldn't even have to worry about it. That's right. Even if you dropped it, there wouldn't have been a problem. I, you know, I saw this in there and I was going to pick it up. And then as I, you know, as I leaned over, I kind of jumped up for a second because I damn near got a leg cramp and I saw that toasted sitting up there on the higher shelf. And that was, uh, Certainly a better choice. Well, you know, I figured most birthdays, either yours or mine or any of the families, we, we typically do spend together. So um, we're usually drinking something together. And, you know, if you want to crack out a, a handle of Old Crow, then by all means, let's... When, when is the last time that you drank Old Crow? Um, I'm going to go with I was probably 19. So I would have not been in drinking age. Mm. Um, I won't call out the liquor store that I bought it from. Choke um, Cherry? Huh? Choke Cherry? <laughs> I said I wasn't going to call out the oh, liquor Oh, no, they, they've since went out of business. They're All not right. even there anymore. Well, so, yeah, Choke Cherry um, definitely had no ID. They didn't even card me. and we went no, in and They got, started selling me beer young, too. We got that and uh, and a bottle of Southern Comfort. and. Uh, oh, no, so cool. We had, we had a hell of a time. It was a good time. So Hell of a time is an understatement. Yeah. Um, but that was the last time and, you know, 
I won't say all of my bourbon slash whiskey choices have been good ones, but um, they've definitely been better than that. I'm going to say Old Crow sucks. Yeah, definitely. And it may not suck for everybody out there, but for, for me, it does. I don't like it. Yeah, no. I'm not, I'm not a fan. Anything in a plastic bottle is probably just going to give you a headache. Hmm. But we should do a plastic bottle episode, see if we can find something good. Hell, we should. That might be you and Nick can do that because Nick missed a podcast, so he has to come do the plastic bottle <laughs> blind challenge. I bet you Nick does a good plastic bottle. That'd be fun. We could do a, like a five bottle plastic bottle taster and not tell anybody that they're going to be plastic bottles are there five plastic bottles? oh there's more than five plastic bottles out uh, there like that are actually either whiskey or bourbon oh yeah i don't know about bourbon but whiskey whiskey for sure all right well um if you've got anything out there that you guys want us to put in this blind test um shoot us a message and and, and we'll see what we can put together maybe we should team up with one of those hangover remedy companies out there because that sounds like it's gonna be a problem yeah, and there is, and I'll have to get, um, here, talk for a minute while I look something up. What do you mean, talk about? You can talk about hangover remedies or whatever, but I got to hit the Google uh, I think machine. the last one, I, I don't even remember what the last one Nick gave me was, but it's in this little vial. I hope it was legal. I'm not sure where it came from. Maybe Mexico, but. Um, there is somebody is good. near the hood who is representing a new one, and it's supposed to be really good, and that's what I'm trying to find really quick. What's so. the one we used to drink at Vegas all the time? In the blue bottles. Rescue water. Rescue water, yeah. yeah. Oh. Hey, why, why are you watching our video on yeah. the why, why we're casting here? Video's Dave? coming up. Okay, here, let's check in before I give her. Um, there we go. Dave, Dave's deep in thought looking up stuff on his phone here. I am, and I wish I could just figure out. Well, I think we'll go back to talking about... Uh, oh, Undo the Booze. Oh, I have not heard of that. Okay, so it's a new one. Um, getting a lot of play on Instagram, and, and I've seen a lot of stuff. And um, Sydney, um, we, we worked together in a different... Uh, she represented a different company at the time, and, and we did some business together. Um, but from what I understand from her social media, she is representing Undo the Booze. I think it's a female-owned company. Um, I'll get uh, get some more info on it, but she's local, so maybe um, maybe she'd be willing to uh, to bring some samples and and do something on the podcast. As long as it's not a laxative, I'm good with it. <laughs> I'll get a little bit more detail before we decide to commit to anything. I don't think we should do a blind tasting on that. No, definitely not a blind tasting. And um, you know, yeah. No, all right. So we'll we'll try that out. Um, if y'all have any recommendations on what's good out there. to uh, kind of cure the. I mean, because rescue water's more of just a hydration thing, and there's liquid IV. It worked pretty good. Liquid uh, IV is kind of hydration based too. Yeah, so I and some of these are more, uh, more scientific. I think on on. They're probably all hydration based. I mean, it's they're probably simple. all just Gatorade with another label. Probably you need to hydrate. You need to replace some electrolytes because you drink too much sugar or whatever. And eat bananas. Booze. Yeah, eat bananas. Unless you're Jeff Holiday, then don't eat bananas. <laughs> I was telling that story. Um, nobody's going to know this story, but when we were up hunting, um, Jeff does not apparently like bananas at all. Um, and I was telling that story, and my youngest was like, who would freak out about a banana? Like, what's wrong with a banana? Like, he could really not mm, understand. He that. thinks there's a lot wrong with a banana. Yeah. Um, bananas and pudding, not, not something that, that Jeff is going to, 
be partaking in. Banana so. pudding is an amazing thing, honestly. I I mean, I'd put it in, at like, top two desserts ever. It's stretching, but it's good. Oh, if it was made right, it's pretty damn good. Um, it's because you were born here. They kind of brainwashed you to think that. Probably. So. Because every barbecue joint has banana pudding. They do. Um, most restaurants have it. Barbecue joints have it. Um, Jeff does not have it. No, you don't think it's at Jeff's house? <laughs> um, we'll put a poll up and see everybody that likes banana pudding versus those that don't. Um, what else, man? I feel like we were kind of all over the place today. But yeah, we're all over the place every time on this. Um, we talked about bourbon for longer than the last episode, I think. We did. And um, any thoughts on what you want to do for your next bottle on if we want to decide if we like it or don't like it? Hmm. I'm thinking. Uh, I think we need to go off the off the rail a little bit and uh, grab something Texas based. Okay. Because there's only a handful that I really think I enjoy. So maybe uh, maybe we 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 grab. You know what a we haven't ever talked about? Mm. Slow River. <laughs> um. That's it's a, a no- sore subject. That, it, it's a sore subject. It tastes good. It's a novelty thing. It's the only reason that people buy it is because of Randy Rogers. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a good good endorsement. Good play, Austin, by making people think that it's a local brand here in New Braunfels, but it's not. It's Secret not. is it's from Austin. Yeah. Um, so, not local. Even though you called it Slow River and there's rivers here. Yeah, there's rivers. There's a lot of rivers in Texas, but... Um, it's yeah. not bad. It's a it's aged in Hefeweizen barrels, and whenever they take a bourbon or a whiskey and they age in Hefeweizen, it it's almost like soaking in potpourri is kind of what I feel like. It, it it's not a bad flavor. It's just very yeah. floral, floral kind of unique. That's a good way to yeah, like all spice kind of feeling with yeah. it. You know, it's definitely a and it, I think it softens it up. So I think it's more appealing to people that have a palate for lower proof bourbons. Right. But I think bond bond breaker breaker bond breaker. Yeah, that's that's Slow River, right? Yes, it's our parent company. Yeah, that's right. Um, Yeah, well, we'll pick something. We'll do it. We'll make sure it's Texas, um, and we'll get something that we haven't talked about on. Yeah, I say maybe we maybe we just finish the year with Texas stuff since we're Texas whiskey crew. Yeah, we should end it up right, and uh, we got enough things out there to talk about here. I mean, we got, yeah, there's a bunch. So if there's anything you want to hear, definitely leave a comment, shoot a note, whatever. Um, we'll be happy to, to consider it. Um, we might get, oh, you and I are doing some bottling this month. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to be at your. Uh, we'll be at one of my favorite One of his favorites there. Um, so don't be surprised. Maybe we sneak away for a few minutes we can record something or they don't let you record there we're gonna have to ask and say pretty please because they're big on no videos yeah sneak out into the parking lot or something um well we'll see if we can't get a a cameo with somebody there yeah we'll uh shoot them a couple of notes beforehand and just let them know we'll be out there and see if we can screw around it's one of those few things where you can just call yourself free labor and volunteer to work an entire day and you're happy to go do it yeah <laughs> you're happy to go give up free labor so i mean i understand they're going to give us samplings every half hour or so well, or an hour or whatever it may be and lunch i hear that you get a pretty good lunch you get lunch i yeah. like lunch 
they got to give you food. If they're going to give you bourbon, they got to give you some food, or else. Well, we've you know, we've been we've been down that road. With the work you for ten hours, and then I watched a video on a, a breathalyzer thing on one of the Facebook ads. It caught oh, that's me. Random, okay. Yeah, well, you you mentioned that with no food. Oh, two women on there drinking white wine. One, one with food. One, one, one with no bigger than the other one, and they both had two pieces of pizza. Pe- one had two pieces of pizza, the other had none. Okay. And it was entertaining. I'll give the little company credit that was making a little breathalyzer because that one that ate the pizza, man, she hammered through five glasses in a couple hours before she ever hit where she wasn't supposed to be. But, man, she was tanked prior to that. <laughs> it was entertainment at its finest, honestly. And the one that had no pizza? Oh, she was hammered after, like, two drinks. She's done. But she weighed, like, 36 pounds, man. It was a... So if you weigh 36 pounds and you don't drink two glasses of wine, yeah. you're going to be hammered. All right. So, and uh, hey, that, that could be it, but definitely eat some pizza before you drink. Probably not as accurate as the ones in the bars that we used to try and blow the straw into. Those are police. <laughs> <laughs> like, Let's see what jackass is going to go do this before he goes out and gets into his car and drives away. <laughs> um, I had that one officer. He said, hey, you think you're sober enough to drive? Try this first. Yeah. Um, yeah. He said, no, I am not. So thank you. And I'm going to go back over here and call somebody to pick me up. Um, yeah, don't that, drive drunk. That's a never bad choice. Never drive drunk, yeah. No. Very bad, bad choice. Choices, so, so we'll um, figure out what that that device was. Maybe we get a hold of one of those at some point too. That'd be funny. Yeah, because we definitely were at the bar trying to get high scores. So, mm. oh yeah, that's right. You but they made you pay, didn't they? I think you had to pay a quarter or some yeah. stupid damn thing, and then they gave you a little straw you had to unwrap and yeah, yeah, and it, it had lights and, on. It looked like the Simon game. The the yeah, the, red and green, yeah. whatever lights, yellow maybe. Um, they're getting a quarter from every drunk dingbat, and uh, it should have been free. It should have been, been state free. funded. Um, it probably was. They were like, how many people are leaving here hammered? Um, more than should have, probably. Yeah, all that put to the side. We talked about a lot of things. I'm not going to recap it. No, we don't need to recap it. Um, man, it was fun. I'm looking forward to doing it next week. And cheers. I yeah, we got Kevin. We got to have an early episode. I think we're getting him on Sunday, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll record on Sunday. I'm happy to do that. So more than likely uh, Monday next week, we'll have an episode out. Yeah, we'll turn out pretty quick. Uh, and you can kind of hear all the expertise that Kevin has about bourbon and everything that he thinks about us because we don't get to hear it. Yeah, he gets to critique us live on on air. Not live, but on air anyway. Mm. Yeah. So it's we'll going to be... Uh, see how he likes it. That's right. <laughs> it's going to be a good show. I look forward to it. It'll be fun. Definitely looking forward to it. Cheers, y'all. Hey, cheers. Cheers.